Y'all, we're talking all about planning your 2021. Planning your 2021, because here's the deal. Everyone always asks me, what are you doing to plan, Brandy? What are you doing to plan? And spoiler alert, I'm KISS. Keep it simple, sweetie. I don't have fancy content calendars or any of those things, but I am going to go over the five R's that I use when thinking about how to plan out my 2021 and every year. But this is not going to be an episode of content calendar, social media post. It's all about the strategic thinking and things that you don't give up on come February. And this is not going to be the episode where you pick your word. So if that's what you're looking for, I think you should still stick around. But just know that's not this. This is all about really making decisions that move the needle forward. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Before we get started today, I'm super excited to be talking about this because it's probably a little different than what other people are sharing when it comes to planning their 2021. Like I said in the intro, I'm not about content calendars, social media posts, pulling out your calendar unless it's to look and see when my family's going on vacation, but it's all about strategic thinking and actually a lot of mindset. And so what I want you to do is go into this episode with an open mind. But before we do that, I want to spotlight one of our listeners' reviews. And this one comes from Tammy. She gives us five stars and said, Brandy brings value. The first podcast I listen to every Tuesday. She has great guest interviews and the content has actionable items I use in my own business. Because of all she shares on her podcast, membership, mastermind, my business has more than tripled in 2020. Whatever she puts out is golden. Here, take my credit card. Well, Tammy, thank you for that. And this episode is no different. I'm going to give you actionable steps that you can put into action as soon as we stop listening to this podcast. That's what I hope each and every single one of you do. You take more action in your life and in your business. And Tammy, congratulations on tripling your income in 2020. I can't wait to see what 2021 has in store for you. And I think this episode is definitely going to help you plan that out. Now, if you would like to be one of our Spotlight listener reviews, please go on and head to Apple and leave us a five-star rating or an honest review. These reviews mean the world to us, and I personally read every single one of them. So let's jump on in. Okay, so the five R's for planning your 2021. I'll tell you, I am not a big person on resolutions. I think that in the U.S., we have come, because I can only speak to experience in the U.S., We have come to think that resolutions are these fun things that we set. And then by the end of February, if we're not where we want, we ditch them and we forget about them. And we create these words each year and we forget about them. What I'm going to do is not tell you to make resolutions. I'm actually going to tell you to make a resolution, but it's not the same kind that we're normally used to. But I really want you to do more strategic thinking and more thinking about what you want out of your life not your business so much. We need to have both of them in play. So stay with me as I go through my five R's for planning 2021. 
So the first thing I do is reflect. We'll link up into the episode where I talked about before planning your 2021, do this. It was all about reflecting and reflecting on the three pillars that actually make sense. So your money, your lifestyle, and your business. We need to reflect and journal on those things. I usually like to take an hour, two hours when I'm doing this at the end of the year, and I do this each quarter. And I really want to reflect on, is my business lining up with the lifestyle I want? Is the money I'm making lining up with that? Is my business taking over my life? These are all things I like to reflect on. And we even give you a PDF download in that episode. So we'll link that episode up and you'll definitely want to check it out. But reflecting is one of the best things you can do. And you want to reflect what worked in this year, what didn't work, what would you love your life to look like moving forward? So I love to get clarity on that first. So many times we're so quick to put a number to what we want to make, but we don't even know what that number means. Like, why do you want that number? If you just want the number to say like, hey, I hit this number, go for it. I'm not judging. I've totally been there. But I really want you to think, what do you want your lifestyle to look like? Do you want more time with your family? Do you want four-day work weeks? Do you want to clock out every day at 3 p.m.? Do you want to leave your 9-to-5 job? Do you want to be able to travel once a month? What does your lifestyle look like, and how can your business help you achieve that lifestyle? That's really what we want to do. And if you don't take the time to reflect, you don't know the answers to those questions. So the first step that you want to do when planning your 2021 is reflect. It's the step that everyone likes to skip, but it is the most important step in my opinion. Then the second step is review. This is really where you're diving into your numbers and looking at what worked well, what didn't work, what should you be doing more of, what should you be doing less of, what did you not like, what did you like? this year. And so we want to review our numbers. So here's an example. When I was looking at my numbers, it was a quarterly review, not a yearly review, because I do this every quarter. And so I was looking, it was 2019, I was running funnels and Facebook ads for clients. And I remember looking at my numbers and being like, holy cow, I could get rid of funnels that are taking me a whole lot of hours and take on two more ad clients, which would be less hours. I would actually get it. It was like four hours back a week if I took on two ad clients and drop my funnel clients and actually make a thousand dollars more per month. And I was like, that's a no brainer. But I wouldn't have known that if I didn't review. So I want you to review. And maybe you've been posting on social media every day and you look back and you see that all your clients have been coming from Facebook groups. Well, Chances are you should probably spend more time in Facebook groups and less time on posting on Instagram. Vice versa, maybe that you saw that a lot of your clients were coming from your emails or maybe you have a membership or a course and you're like, oh my goodness, all my clients, all my students are coming from my email. Then double down on your email marketing and that's where you spend your time moving forward. Not trying something new, but double down on what's working. So one thing that we look at is what is our number one organic stream of traffic? And it's this podcast. So you know what? This podcast has never, ever missed an episode since we started. It's been going since the very beginning of September of 2019, and we have yet to miss a week. We produce an episode every single week. So we're going to continue to do that because it's a major organic traffic driver for us. And so I want you to look at your numbers, at what you're doing, and review what's working and what's not. 
I know that there's a few things in our business that just wasn't working and wasn't bringing in the results that we wanted. So we stopped doing them. Stop doing what's not working and focus more on what's working. But in order to do that moving forward, you have to review. This keeps you from having shiny object syndrome. It keeps you from doing all the things when you just continue to do what's working. And here's the deal. Once you have what's working down and you're doing more of it and you have systems or someone to help you with it, then you can kind of get out into those other things. So now that we have really solid systems for the podcast, we have a video editor that we've hired. One of the things that I want to do moving forward in 2021 is YouTube videos. My YouTube videos bring in a little bit of traffic every single month, and I haven't produced a YouTube video since March of 2019, but it's long-term, and I love video. I love giving y'all free content. I love doing video. I love YouTube. I could spend hours on YouTube. So that's something that we're adding in 2021 because we're already doing the podcast. We do more of it and we have systems down. So now let's bring in a new traffic stream. But you see that I'm thinking long-term. It's not post more on social media because I know that's gone in a splash of a second, but do more things that are gonna people are gonna find time after time after time. Same thing with email. My email list is amazing. Y'all are incredible. I send the email every single week without ever skipping that. So we're gonna do more of that in 2021. So have you reviewed your numbers, what's working, what's not working? It's important to review. So reflection, review, and then reward. The third thing that we like to do is reward for what has happened in the previous year. So even if you didn't hit your goals, find things to be grateful for and reward yourself. So an example is this, we hit million. And so, oops, if you haven't been listening to the income report, total spoiler alert, we crossed million in November. So as soon as we did that, I booked a full week desert vacation for my husband and I. The little one, Riley, is going to go stay with her grandparents, and my husband and I are headed to Sedona, Arizona, the Grand Canyon, in Vegas. Now, we're only doing 24 hours in Vegas, not really like my scene, but I think it'll be super cool with all the lights. And so we are so excited to do this, and I didn't hold back. It's also my husband's birthday. My husband's birthday is December 27th, so I totally planned a celebration with us with full, like... Oh my goodness. I'm so excited y'all because I was like, you know what? This is not something that I normally would do, but it's a total luxury trip. I booked us the nicest hotel. I, um, upgraded us to first class. My husband's never flown first class. I have champagne and strawberries waiting in our room for New Year's um, Eve, and he has no clue. And I've planned this amazing trip to spoil my husband because he truly is one of the reasons that this whole thing works because he takes care of Riley during the day so I can do my thing and take care of her at night, and he supports me. And so I booked us a vacation that's something that I would normally not do. Booking the vacation, yes, doing like total luxury, not usually our thing, but I'm super excited to spoil him. And so we're rewarding ourselves. Last year, you know, we didn't have a million dollar year. We had a great year, but I still celebrated. We actually took Riley to Disney for her birthday and I did another trip. 
and we celebrated my success in the business as well. And so what I want you to do is reward yourself. Maybe it's going to that fancy restaurant that you've always wanted to. Maybe it's going like purchasing, like we have one of the things that I've set a goal and as soon as we hit it, I'm going to reward myself. And this is a much smaller one is that there's this infrared sauna place and it's like $60 per session, which for me, I'm like, ah, that feels a little crazy for, you know, like we all have our things with money. But for me, I set a little goal and that's something I would normally not like go and just do willy nilly. But I'm going to reward myself. So find little things that excite you, that reward you. Maybe you just buy balloons and be like, dang, we got through 2020 and we still have a business. Like celebrate this stuff. Reward yourself. The more you can celebrate and reward yourself, the more you you get to winning. So I always tell my mastermind, I'm like, win, win, win. We start our meetings every Monday with team wins, but also personal wins, because I know the more we get used to winning, the easier winning becomes. And you need to share your wins from the rooftop. I come from the South where you're supposed to be like super humble, super polite. You don't like tell people how great you are. No, let's stop doing that. If we start talking about how great other people are and how great we are, then we'll start to act great. We'll do more in the world. We'll help more people. We'll have bigger success because you should celebrate. Your brain needs you to celebrate wins, all wins, small, big, medium, I want you celebrating your win. So freaking reward yourself for this year. No matter if you hit your goals or not, find something to reward yourself with and say, yes, 2020, we did this thing. We did the dang thing. We didn't quit. We kept going. Maybe we lost some clients, but you know what? We got some more back. We didn't quit. Even if that's what you think that like, that's your only thing, which I would probably guess you have more to celebrate than that. But if that's it, then do it and reward yourself for not quitting. You didn't give up. You are here. And so I want you to reflect, review, and reward. The fourth P, I keep saying P for planning, but it's the fourth R is resolution. I'm not a big fan of this word because like I said, in the US, we just use it so willy-nilly that you can just, you know, create a resolution and things don't start to go your way. So we forget about it. And I don't want you to do that. And I looked up the definition for resolution and I wanted to come up with a better word. And I got in the thesaurus, but I was just not saying anything that started with an R. So we're going with resolution. And that's to make a firm decision to do something or not to do something. And so that's the definition. But here's the thing that I think that we always forget, that the definition says a firm decision. A firm decision. Not a firm decision until February or until things don't go our way, but a firm decision. I want you to make a resolution that is your firm decision. Now, for me, I usually make income decisions, not necessarily income, but revenue, number-driven decisions, because that's how my brain works. But that doesn't mean yours has to be. So I came out in 2019 at the end. I was sitting in a room in San Diego in December of 2019. I looked at my coach and I said, I'm going to have a million dollar year in 2020. And he said, what did you do this year? And I said, 350. And he said, you're going to do a million. And I was like, yes. And he was like, let's write it out. And I was like, we can do that. But I don't think that's how we'll hit a million. Like we can totally do that. I don't know how we're going to hit a million, but we're going to hit a million. I just know it and I believe it. And you know what? I'm going to create a podcast every single month to share with people behind the scenes. And I'm going to tell them that we're going to hit a million. 
And I remember him being like, okay, yeah, like I'm excited for you. But that doubt was there. I never had doubt. I made a firm decision that that's what was going to happen. And I didn't doubt it. It just was what it was. And you've heard through the income reports, we had months where the numbers did not look like it, but I never doubted it. There was one moment I doubted it for like less than 24 hours and quickly overcame that. But it was a firm decision. I'd set a firm decision. The other firm decision I had set for that year, it wasn't in the planning. It was after in January when I heard a podcast and my husband and I were supposed to be going to Italy in May that I was only going to work four-day work weeks. I made a firm decision and I've pretty much stuck to that firm decision. And so I want you to make a resolution. What is your firm decision? This isn't something willy-nilly. We don't need 10 of them or anything. I want you to make one firm decision that you are willing to stick through. This is like marriage. You're taking a vow to this, better or worse, sickness or health. This is the firm decision you are making. This is your vow to yourself this year. This is what you're going to do. And you know what? If we wanted to hit million, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. Maybe we ended up at 800 or 900,000 and I learned a ton and still like tripled my revenue. You know, that's the thing. We get so hung up in how we're going to get to the results. Don't worry about that. Yes, I definitely think that we need to sit down and like, you know, review the numbers and things. But no matter how we put these numbers down, million looked really far. Million looked really far as I was planning but I made the firm decision that that's what we were going to do. And we did the dang thing. And so I want you, what is your firm decision? What is your vow for better or worse that you're going to accomplish in 2021? Maybe it's a revenue goal. Maybe it's a lifestyle goal. I don't really care what the goal is. I just want you to make a firm decision because here's the deal. We get so used to just copying out of our decisions, our resolutions. And what that does is it creates this pattern where it's okay to quit on our dreams. It's okay to quit when things aren't going our way. And yeah, I totally get life happens and things happen, but what is that thing that's just tugging at your heart? What is that thing that's in your gut that maybe you've given up on before because maybe you were scared, maybe you didn't think you could do it, but like it's what you really, really want. I want 2021 to be the year that you make a vow that that's going to happen. You don't quit when it's not going your way. If you hit a roadblock, you don't give up. You just keep going, even if you can't see the result. Because here's what I know. If you truly believe in your heart and you don't doubt it and you don't give up, even if you don't hit the goal, you're going to get freaking close and it's still going to be a really good thing. So I want you to think, what is a resolution that I'm not going to quit in February, but it's like a marriage vow. I'm committing to this for 12 months and I'm going to see it through. That's what I want you to think about when you think about resolution. And then your 5R for planning your 2021 is react. And so this is the most important thing is that we react. After we reflect, review, reward, resolution, then we react. We look at all this and we create a plan. And this does not have to be a big plan. All I want you to do is focus on what can I do in the next 24 hours? What can I do in the next seven days? What can I do in the next 14 days, 30 days? And then we're going to take it 90 day cycles. I like to create rocks. So whatever your big resolution is, I want you to create rocks around this. Now, this is something I learned from Traction. 
It's a book by Gino Whitman. And he talks about rocks and how we should have these rocks in our business and their main focal points that you do. I did this in 2020 and it served me so well because it kept me from having shiny object syndrome. And so if my goal for 2021 was 3 million, I would look and say, okay, so what are the big things that we need to do each quarter to make that happen? And so maybe quarter one, I have three rocks that are going to get closer to that. So it'd be a virtual conference and then it would be hiring a content director and hiring a new coach for beta to biggie. So those would be our three big rocks that we need to accomplish to get closer to that goal. And then quarter two's rocks, I would set three main rocks for those. And so it would be, um, let me see, it would be launch conversions for clients, launch serve scale soar, and create an SOP guidebook or something like that. Like I'm just spitballing here, but I'm going to create three things to work on that are big rocks that are going to move the needle forward. And that's where my focus is going to be. It's not going to be on the outside of that. I'm not going to get shiny object syndrome. So another example of this is for, we have this program beta to biggie that's now part of the business instead of the mastermind. And it's so great because it's split up into quarters. So someone who's coming into beta to biggie may say, okay, so my quarter one rock is to launch my beta. My quarter two rock is to launch my first webinar launch. My quarter three is to start working on my visibility and relaunch my program. My quarter four is to bring on JV partners and relaunch my program and really get down my systems for my business. So those are the rocks, and those are the only things that they're going to be focused on during that time. As a service provider, quarter one, maybe your rocks are, I need to get my business system set up and have X amount of discovery calls on my books. So that's what you would focus on. And then quarter two, maybe it's raise my prices, streamline something else, and start thinking about a second revenue stream, like map out a second revenue stream. And then quarter three is only take on clients that are paying me $2,500 a month. You know, like you're going to think about what yours are and then maybe it's sign up for beta to biggie so I can create a second revenue stream. No, y'all, I'm just kidding. But you want to go through and think about this. And now I like to plan out my rocks for the whole year, but know that sometimes these rocks have to get moved. They have to change as the year changes. We have to be open to pivoting, but I'm going to set up rocks. So it's just three big action steps that are moving the needle forward and that keep me grounded and only focusing on that. So quarter one would actually be like our biggie, our live event that we're doing. So it's actually, it's a virtual live conference. So that would be one starting the YouTube channel and hiring two new people. Those are my quarter one rocks. And then we'll set up plans and click up under those to make sure that those things are accomplished and we'll assign the people who need to be assigned to it to help make that happen. So those are the how I react. I create an action plan that's just based on three to four things max. And sometimes we have big rocks. So it's only two things each quarter that are gonna move the needle forward. I don't focus on the things that don't move the needle forward. So content plans and things like that, not really important to my business. And I think too many times we spend too much time working on the things that don't move the needle forward instead of only focusing on the two to four big rocks each quarter that are gonna move the needle forward. 
And remember, you're going to have down times, you're going to have up times. What I would need you to do is make sure that you're actually going through these five P's every quarter. It helps really keep you grounded and always keeping a pulse on your business. So you're going to reflect, review, reward, resolution, and react every single quarter. Your resolutions are just creating your rocks. That's all that is. And those rocks all come back to how you're going to get to your resolution that you created for the new year. So all my rocks last year were all revolved around hitting a million dollars. So that's why we didn't have a website for eight months because I didn't need a website to hit a million dollars. It wasn't important. Like we want to focus on the things that are actually important that are going to move the needle forward. So you hit your goals while still living a life that lights you up. And if that's four day work weeks, then heck, we want you to have four day work weeks. Maybe it's just having every morning with your kids without stress, or maybe it's being able to wake up your daughter from nap time. I know these things are definitely part of why I work my business. And so I'm only able to know these things because I go through the five R's for planning every single quarter. This is something people forget, that they only plan in the new year, but let's do these five R's every single quarter for massive results. So friend, I'm cheering you on to a super powerful 2020. And in 2021, if you're ready to biggie size your biz, then I'm going to invite you to join us for our virtual conference. We have a great virtual conference that's coming on, and it's only $19. We have two days packed of great guests. We have Jordan Gill, Amber Duggar, and Tasha Booth, and we are digging into how to biggie size your business for 2021. Talking about VIP days, how to grow an agency. I'm going to be talking about all about creating a seven-figure business, but also how to create a second revenue stream. And Amber Duggar is giving us all the juicy details on our finances, because if you don't have those in check, you can't grow your business. It's going to be a great event. We have guest panels as well. And so make sure you head to Serve Scale Soar Biggie to grab your tickets. They're only $19, y'all, and it's going to be so, so worth it. And so I'm excited to share this conference with you, and I'm excited for you to go plan your 2021 and biggie size your biz. Until next time, friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.